So Palm Sunday is one of uh, those triumphant and celebratory days of the church. It marks for many of us in our denominations the journey to Easter. It marks that time when we think about all of the events of Holy Week or Passion Tide or whatever we happen to use to define it. When we start to think of how we travel in just one week from this passage that Uber read for us today to the Easter Gospel that we'll be sharing next Sunday. I love Palm Sunday for a number of reasons. One, because I think it gives us an opportunity to see so many contrasts in what we see within the Bible narrative of Easter. I love it because here is a man, Jesus, proclaimed as king. The people, the locals are shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna. It means save us, save us your people. And yet this man is sitting on a donkey, the animal used for transporting humble people, humble things, working in fields, doing the, the day-to-day of life. I love the contrast of that image. Here's Jesus being hailed as saviour of, of the people, the Jewish people in Jerusalem, in his own hometown, and yet he appears on a donkey. It's a fantastic place, a fantastic image, a fantastic place to start as we travel through Holy Week. I love it as well because it's a very much relevant to where we're at today because the contrasts are not just in the visual they're also in the understanding this week um, as we've watched our social media as we've worried about what's going on as we've anticipated what is to come in our current crisis we listen to different people we hear different voices people have different expectations of what they want everybody to do it's a very very different time for us and you know this passage speaks of that it speaks of a community waiting for one thing not realizing what they've got and then afterwards getting it here the people cried hosanna they threw down their garments they threw down their palms they welcomed jesus as king into the city and yet at the end of that they didn't receive what they thought they were going to get they were expecting somebody who was going to save them from the romans who was going to allow the jewish people to rise again to be a family to be a new community to step out of being dominated by other people that was their idea but yet yet in that understanding they miss something that's beautifully told within the scriptures verses four and five show that jesus this savior was to come gently riding on a donkey in the time that they stood they wanted a mighty releaser a conqueror of all that was roman and yet and yet what they received was something completely different completely different as had been foretold he arrived on a donkey expectations were certainly not met as the week went on 
This man who had arrived as their king, as their releaser, as, as they had cried Hosanna, was not what they thought they were getting. In fact, it says in the last verse, often overlooked, when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred. You know, folks, I can't imagine living in a time that is more stirred than we are at the moment. We as the church are learning to do church in completely different ways. As families, we're doing family life in totally different ways. Birthday parties through Zoom. We're, we're connecting in ways that we've never done before because we've had to. We've been stirred by the virus. And that word stirred really resonated me, with me when I thought about what Jesus was doing. He came in and he stirred the city. He stirred them up and the rulers, they were not happy with what they saw. He stirred people. And that stirring is ultimately what takes us on the journey of Holy Week, where he is betrayed, where he is tried, where he is crucified, and ultimately where he rises from the dead. That stirring in the people is so important because it brings us on the journey of Holy Week. And yet, the expectations of those people was not met. What they thought they needed is what, what they got. But ultimately, you and I, as people who are uh, resurrection people, who know how this story ends, we know that actually they get what they need. Because ultimately, as Jesus is betrayed, as Jesus dies, and as Jesus rises again, he doesn't free them from the Romans, but he frees them from their sin. He frees them from their bondage. He frees them from their ca spiritual captivity in a way that we could, they could never have imagined on that day as Jesus entered on the donkey. It's a fascinating piece. It calls us to think in lots of different ways about what it is that we want and what it is that we need. As a community, I think we are coming to terms with what we need. We are thinking about new ways of things that we did in the past. Do we need those at the moment? We're finding creative ways. We're seeing people taking out their sewing machines to sew for the health service. We're seeing students in Cork making um, PPE gear with their digital printers in their secondary school. We're seeing creativity from being stirred in a way that we haven't seen in generations. What a powerful, powerful thing for us. What a powerful thing for us to witness. And I pray this week, as we travel through Holy Week, with all that's going to be going on, um, virtually, yes, either through Spring to Life or through what the diocese is going to be sharing, it would be so good for us to see what God stirs in us as we travel through the traditional story to Easter. And we arrive together as community next Sunday ready to celebrate our risen Lord. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you are a God who, ex who goes beyond our expectations. Thank you that you are a God who holds us, who knows us, and who gives us what we need. And Lord, and this week, as we journey through Holy Week, we pray that through your Spirit, you would write afresh in our hearts all of those things, that you would give us a new sense of awe, and wonder at what it is that you give us through Jesus Christ our Lord.
Amen.